0: Last week on the Cephalopodcast, did you know that there is more squid mass on planet Earth than people mass? Yep, and that's the way it should be. The second episode of my new podcast or maybe it isn't new maybe this is the 10th or 11th time you've listened to this maybe more maybe it's my old podcast by the time you are listening to this maybe i've had several hundred more podcasts boy we aren't going down this hole again i thought we'd done with this last week chum is messed up am i right Now, onto to the business of podcasting. Speaking of business, is anyone out there investing in the stock market right now? I've got some hot stock tips for you. Don't invest in oil companies. They pollute the world and cause global warming. Do invest in clean energy. That's wind power, solar power, solar wind power, horsepower, brain power. All of these are renewable resources and can provide clean energy for our future. Don't invest in fishing companies. They catch squids and sell them to horrible humans who eat the squids. Do invest in the whale watch cruises. Whales eat squids. It's a fact of life, baby. And if more people are watching the whales, making sure they aren't eating squids, the safer we will all be. Do invest in magic beans. It's possible that one of them will turn into a giant beanstalk that will allow you to climb up into the heavens and fulfill all of your dreams. That's today's stock market do's and don'ts. So uh, since I launched the new Cephala podcast last week, I got emails from a few of my old listeners Asking, how come I've restarted my podcasting career? Well, the truth is, I've hit the bottom of the ocean. My music's been going nowhere since Timberlake took over my space. I had to quit acting altogether because they kept typecasting me as the token giant screwed in everything. Don't they know I'm versatile? I'm still working on my novel and just waiting for the big break in my stand-up career. So anyway... All of that led me to take some proverbial time off, Uh, and by time off, I mean a vacation and went to visit my parents in Florida, and that vacation turned into two years of living in the basement, partly because after I got here, I spent 167 straight days riding the Space Mountain at Disney Planet, and I ended up with a ton of credit card debt. Just in case you don't know, Disney charges you admission for each day you go to the park. You don't just pay once and get to go forever. Some things you learn the hard way. Anyway, I'm totally broke, and I was trying to figure out ways to make money without getting a job. Chris Hardwick told me there was a bunch of money in podcasting as long as I could get super famous, so I figured I'd give it a shot. That reminds me, I need to get super famous, so I have a request for my listeners. Tell people about me. Tell them I have long tentacles, a good personality, and I love learning. Oh, also, most importantly, tell them about my podcast. Word of mouth, or word of beak, we're being inclusive here, is going to be really important to helping me get famous. Also, please leave a good review on iTunes. You can tell them I sent you. Me, the giant squid's extravaganza. Now, I know some of you might be worrying about my financial situation, but there's good news on that front. I actually have a new job. Yeah, some people who make TV shows on YouTube were listening to my podcast, and I guess they liked what I had to say about the environment. So they sent me an email, and now they're letting me teach science to children, to baby humans. And it's important to educate those baby humans. I'm not talking about baby boomers. Those are the worst. They make all this noise about how millennials suck and stuff, but is there anything worse than an entire generation of entitled old people who have absolutely no idea how good they've had it? I mean, these people grew up with affordable education and health insurance. Most of them probably even have pensions and retirement plans. They own houses and have savings accounts. Over the past 50 years, they've managed to keep all those spoils for themselves, but denying them for future generations. And at the same time, they've pretty much destroyed the planet. Ugh! Don't get me started on this. So anyway, now I'm teaching science to baby humans. I will say though, it's not as easy as I thought. I don't mean to be that guy who starts complaining about the boss on the first day of the job, but they already rejected the first segment I wrote. Let's roll the tape. Well kids, today on SciShow, we're talking about the beginning. Yep, that's right, the big bang. You see, once upon a time, there was no universe and no planets, not even an ocean to swim in. Some people think things might have been better back then, but that's just cynical. I mean, they didn't have the internet. Anyway, before there were stars and planets and oceans and the internet, there were a bunch of giant squids. But things were pretty boring back then because there was nothing to do. So one day, all these squids got together and had a giant orgy. Yep, the Big Bang. All the lady squids got pregnant and released their eggs out into the universe. And each egg that hatched became a star. And then, some of those stars had babies of their own. And that's how the planets formed. Once there were some nice watery planets, the giant squids moved in and eventually someone created the internet and that's how I get to teach you about science now. I don't know why, but they rejected it. Maybe they're afraid of the truth. Anyway, if you want to see me teach science to baby humans, then you can watch it on the internet at youtube.com slash SciShowKids. I'll also put the link on my website, which is thecephalopodcast.com. That's thecephalopodcast.com. Cephalopodcast. Now, time for the game show. Today's game is sorry. I feel sorry every time I drive a car. I'm sorry about all the fossil fuel pollution that it is causing. Sorry about supporting the oligarchal overlords at the heart of the energy industry who reap so much at the expense of so many at the expense of an entire planet and the future generations that will inhabit it. I am sorry I don't ride my bicycle more. I'm sorry to my old bandmates for being incredibly difficult to work with. I'm also sorry about that time we told Justin that if he ate a bunch of strawberries, he'd get red ink. I didn't know he'd end up with diarrhea. I'm sorry to the Almighty Cthulhu and repenting my trespasses before you, I grow stronger. I'm sorry to my parents for not taking out the garbage last week. I didn't realize you guys were on vacation. How come you didn't tell me? And last, I'm sorry to Melissa. I'm still not sure what I did wrong, but I'm sorry I did it. I miss you. Well, that does it for my turn. If you're listening at home, it's your turn right now in the game of Sorry. It's not really one of my favorites to play here on the game show, but you know what they say, if you don't say it out loud, did you really say it? Speaking of which, it's probably time we say the name of our sponsor here at the Civiler Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Greenpeace. According to their website, Greenpeace is a non-profit organization that hopes to achieve peace through green things. Plant life, frogs, golf courses, American money, the Vlogbrothers, traffic lights, leprechauns poison gas. All of these green things are instrumental in maintaining a peaceful planet. Thanks for supporting this episode, guys. You can send payment via PayPal to GiantsquidRocks at Yahoo.com. I didn't get the payment from the last episode, so why don't you just send both at the same time? Okay, thanks for sponsoring me. Sir Philip so, in addition to the other letters, I got another email from a new listener, and he writes Dear Giant Squid Stravaganza, are you really a squid? Sincerely, Jeff. Well, Jeff, I actually have to answer this question a lot because everyone who listens to my podcast can't see me. They're only listeners, not listeners and watchers. At least, not that I know of. Maybe I should be wearing pants. So, to answer your question, yes, I am a squid. Thanks for writing. I guess now might be a good time to clear up some common misconceptions about giant squids. It was believed for many years that because people, human people, had never seen a giant squid, that we might not be real. Um... Have you ever believed in something that you couldn't see? Okay, since we've been doing some listener education on the topic of giant squids... I've written a little song to help with one aspect of script anatomy that you might not be familiar with. Three hearts are better than one, cause if one heart breaks, there's another one and another one. Three hearts are better than one, cause if another one breaks, there's another one. Three hearts are better than one, cause if another one breaks, well, you're probably better off without it anyway. At least that's what they told me. Fun fact, did you know that giant squids have three hearts? Yep, and that's the way it should be. Now it's time for this week's puzzler. Last week we asked, what is the difference between good and evil? I got a lot of responses, but no one wrote in with the correct answer, so there's no prize winner to renounce. This week we want to know, is there life after death? If you've got the answer to this week's puzzler, email me at giantsquidrocks at yahoo.com. The first person with the correct answer will win a copy of my double-disc album, Just the Humans. You've got mail. Oh, so I just got an email from another listener. The listener writes, Dear Giant Squid Stravaganza. Earlier in your syphila podcast, you mentioned that you went to the Disney Planet. Did you go on their new Little Mermaid ride? Sincerely, Jeff. Well, Jeff, thanks for writing. No, I didn't go on the Little Mermaid ride. As you may know, I'm not particularly fond of mer people. But also, I feel obligated to boycott that entire enterprise. You know why? Because of that song, Under the Sea. What does that even mean? You want to know what's under the sea? It's sand, and below that, there's rocks, and then below that, there's probably magma, and all those other layers of the Earth's crust that aren't as cool or interesting as magma. But we're getting sidetracked. I'm fairly certain that those crabs were singing about being in the sea, not under the sea. So it really bothers me that they did a big studio number with all the instruments and the record producers and no one ever said, hey, you got the lyrics wrong. I'm willing to bet this song was written by some human and not by that Jamaican crab. It would be like me saying, hey, all humans live underground, which is just not true. Dwarves live under the ground, not humans. And I know that because I've read some freaking books. Dwarves live underground. Humans live on the ground. Crabs live in the sea. Magma lives under the sea. Here's how the song should've gone. In the sea. In the sea. If your home is here in the water, you live in the sea. Up on the ground are horrible humans, inside the earth is for the dwarves. But if you're a squid, like me, you live in the sea. Yeah. And now, the weather. Looks like a cold front might be moving in permanently. They contacted you on Facebook. They said they were on a road trip and asked if they could stay a few nights and sleep on your couch. But now, it's been several weeks, and they haven't even mentioned moving to the next city. Instead, they spend all day eating breakfast foods and watching X-Files on Netflix. My best advice is to secretly change your Wi-Fi password and then pretend there are problems with the Internet. After a few days, they'll probably get bored and leave. Well, that's our show for the week. You can subscribe to The Cephalopodcast Podcast on iTunes and probably on other services that are like iTunes but used by people who don't like picking apples. You can also find episodes online at thecephalopodcast.com. That's thecephalopodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Giant Squid Rocks. Thanks for tuning in. Tell people about me. Woo!